All right, well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Make It Happen with Morrison Plus Property Inspections. Today, we have, I think, uh, a really fun topic ahead of us. We got a great guest on here. And uh, before I get to the introductions, I uh, want to just re remind everybody to like and subscribe, hit that notifications button, share the content. Uh, we're working hard over here to make, uh, val I think, just valuable content for anyone really to pull from um, and to uh, find some positives out of. Did you say like and subscribe? I did say like. You know, we need two subscribers to hit 100 subscribers. Yeah, we're, we're getting just up two there. more subscribers. Yeah, hard to believe that we uh, were at what thirty at the beginning of this year, probably. Yeah. So we're working hard, but um, nonetheless, want to go ahead and introduce our guest this morning, uh, Miss Lori Alvarez, a real estate broker with GRI and SRES designations. Uh, Lori's been in the business now for about seventeen years, mm -hmm. and is currently operating her own real estate company called Real Estate Resolved. Mm -hmm. Real Estate Resolved delivers real estate agents with soul by engineering every transaction with positivity and empowerment. Lori and her company are headquartered here in the Glendora San Dimas area in Southern California. And for more information about her, please visit her website, myrealestateresolve.com. Yeah. And that will be down in the comments below. So please go down there, click on that link. Yeah, we're going to be dropping the link for you guys, as well as another link for her very own podcast that she does. Real Estate well. with Soul. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And... Uh, not last but not least, I think one of my favorite parts about the intro here about Lori is the fact that she served over 456 families here in the local area with their real estate needs, which is a pretty neat, uh, I think, number to number to have on, under your under your belt. So, without further ado, Lori, thank you, thank you for coming on today. How are we doing? I am fantastic. How are you guys? We're doing good. Yeah. Doing good. Excellent. Can't complain. Can't complain at all. But um, I think we have a, a fun topic today. Uh, I think it's very in tune with what's going on right now in the market and how things are shifting. And as many people know who are following the real estate market, interest rates have been rising, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the, the market's been tightening up. It's funny, going back two years ago, everyone was wishing the real estate, or every, a lot of people trying to get into the market were asking for higher interest rates for lower priced homes. And now that that's kind of coming full circle, there's still a scare on, on both ends, right? And um, just kind of want to talk a little bit about today about just how we as affiliated business owners and in the industry are affected by it and what are we going to do to continue pushing forward out of it and making some positives out of what seems to be a negative connotation with what's going on right now and so i do like Dwayne, i want to get your your thought and insight kind of just around that topic well you know this is tough right i mean you know there is a lot of how would you put it uh, uh concern mm-hmm there's a lot of people that uh, I, I already well not a lot but I, I, maybe maybe there are but I already know people that are losing their jobs. I already know real estate offices that are closing down and consolidating mm -hmm. into other offices. Um, uh, so you can look at that as you know a real negative kind of a, a thing. You can watch the TV, you can watch news, you can listen to the radio. Um, uh, but I mean, this is expected, right? I mean, we've had a a great run these last three or four years. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, COVID you, sucked. <laughs> I mean, everyone hated that, right? But it didn't slow us down. Everybody still made money in real estate. We were all essential services. So we all stayed at work in our industry. Uh, however, now, it, you know, all, everyone that was working in real estate that were just order takers and just answered the phones and didn't go out there, hustle, work hard, and like get after it. Are, are definitely going to feel the effects. And so right now we got to go back to where we were when we started in the business, Lori, when, when it was hard. 
Yeah. Uh, and so I think we're we're ideally uh, situated to to yes. handle where we're going over the next year or two. A hundred percent. I would agree with that. I mean, I only know a hard real estate market. I really don't know an easy market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I started 17 years ago and that was right before the big crash everyone talks about that everyone says, oh, we're going to do that again. No, we're not. No, no. We need inventory to crash and we have no inventory and it's only going to get tighter. Yeah. That's all that's going to continue to happen. Yeah. I, I, I like, you know, I agree with you. We came in around the same time, right? Yeah. And, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> I forget, did, you, did you guys know each other from from very very early on as well too before we oh, did before, yeah man. yeah we knew each other we we've been affiliated we're both faith-based people and so yeah. we yeah. met through church and yeah. oh that's right and that's we right. Were, were sitting on a couch and i said hey i'm getting my real estate license and he was like hey i'm getting my property inspector's license <laughs> yeah i was like awesome you're my property inspector when yeah. it's time yeah. and who right? knew <laughs> <laughs> and and here we are 17 years later he's still my property inspector yep. there we go you guys have grown you guys are amazing it, yep. it's like amazing to be in business with you guys for as long as we have yeah. Um, and you know, when I first started in this business, it was like, uh, I literally I had someone come up to me and I gave my first set of keys in 30 days when I had started the mm-hmm. business, my first set of keys. I was like, here, congratulations. You bought a house. And he walked up with a buddy and he's like, Hey, can you short sell my house? And I was like, short sell. Well, sure. I can do that. I didn't know what to well, yeah, do or how yeah, to you're, do you're that. You're rolling with it. And I adjusted to it, right? You shift and you pivot with the real estate market because that's why we're in this industry. Right. That's what we do well is we shift and we pivot. And so that's exactly what I did. I pivoted. I figured it out. I read. I learned. And guess what? Here we go again. We're shifting and we're pivoting yep. right now. Yeah. I mean, you're amazing. I mean, I wow. You got your own office now. I mean, yeah. you, 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 you. In a market like this, yeah. I just opened it, what, six, four, five months ago. Yeah. And my husband's like, ah, that's my wife. Well, <laughs> well, but I mean, to be honest, I mean, to be fair, I mean, you, you had your own team and your own business yes. this whole yeah. time, right? Yes. Uh, one of the things that's unique about, about us, though, is we're self starters. Yes. You know, we don't need people to supervise us. No. We we run stuff, right? And most people in real estate have to have that attribute. Yes. And if you don't, you know, you're on a team where somebody else is running it. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's a yes. great point. That's actually yes. I was about to bring that up too, because most people in this industry, when you're sitting around, even even when I go to like affiliated, just just affiliates, not not just agents, but just affiliates, most of the people are are self business owners, or at least even if they're a title rep, they're still it's their business, right? Right. And so. They have to take it upon themselves to always be shifting, always be pivoting, like you mentioned. Yeah, it's never. There's never a time where you don't have to get up in the morning and do something productive for your business, right? There's always something that has to happen to continually to grow and to continue right. to flourish. Right. Yeah, and and now it's like when the phone rings, we got to make sure that you know we produce. Right. We you know we. It's a good thing over the last couple of years we worked on our Google reviews. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I mean that that was important now more than ever, right? Because yes. Uh, uh, you can't just order the phone. You got to work hard. Um, so let's talk about that. What What are some of the things that we're focusing on to, you know, dial in the shift? Right. Right. I mean, I wrote down a couple of things here. I mean, we're gonna, we're going to focus on the positive. Uh, uh. So what does that mean? Right. You know, we're, we now we have to guard our emotional stability. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, because so so for me, I, I'm not watching the news. Right. 
I'm literally not watching the news. I, I'll get my I I will guard my I watch my content on the phone. Yeah. And I'll pick and choose what content I watch. But as soon as it starts to go negative, I turn it off. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I can't I can't afford to allow myself to be in a, in a in a situation that's going to expand on any stress that's happening because right. there's a lot of people counting on me to put food on the table. Right. You know, yes. and and so I have to stand up in front of everybody and be positive. Right. And, <laughs> uh, I mean, do you, you feel that? Yeah. So I so it's interesting because yesterday we had our I mean, every Thursday in our office, we have a team meeting and our team meeting is that information specifically. It's the real estate market update. It's what's going on with the market. It's going over the details of how to better serve our clients. And that's the reality of it. In order to um, to serve everyone at the highest level, you as the leader in any business, it doesn't matter if you're real estate related or anywhere else, in any business, you need to be filling yourself up continuously with positive energy. Mm -hmm. There's reality. There's the stats. There's the numbers. But it's what you do with that information that matters. You can yep. either take it and say, I'm defeated. This isn't going to work. Or you can take it and you go, okay, this is where I'm at. Now, what do I need to move into it, to lean into it, to make it happen and move that forward? And so in that, even yesterday, I was like, okay, for my buyer's agents, right? As inventory becomes more scarce, it's going to become tighter. That's just the reality of it because all of you people have amazing interest rates. And so you're not going to sell. You're not going to move. You have, as my lender calls it, golden handcuffs. Mm -hmm. yep. The beautiful house <laughs> with your golden handcuffs and you're not going anywhere. So guess what? All those buyers that wanted that house that were like, oh, I don't want to overpay. I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to compete. Guess what? Now you're not even going to get the option because inventory is not out there. Right, right. And as the inventory does come available, interest rates have risen, which will push prices down, which is great because it'll bring inflation down. It'll settle the market down. It'll put us in a place that makes better sense. And still, you're paying for it mm -hmm. through the interest rate. Right, right. right? And so with that said, I created a whole program in like 30 seconds. I was like seven steps to help our buyers find their house because it's not just on the MLS. Mm -hmm. right. As you said, we're not order takers. We have been for the last three to four years, just boom, 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 jumping, mm -hmm. hustling, yep. just doing exactly what we were told to do because the market was that intensity. And now the buyers and sellers are coming to us and saying, help me. I don't even know what to do. And my house isn't selling. Right. Yeah. So, right. Something really interesting that, and one of my notes here, I, I think goes right into what you're talking about, Lori, is when the times get tough. And then like you mentioned, the buyers and sellers are scared. They have questions. People forget how much real estate agents specifically have to kind of put on their education caps yes. or their teacher caps yes. and really be a resource for their clients. Um, because you guys right now, I would imagine ed educate ed education is probably one of the biggest factors in almost marketing yourself. I see more and more people and realtors I follow on on social media posting more education type of content, talking about, hey, the interest rates aren't going to be here forever, right? right? Date the rate is what you right. hear a lot of the time, right? right? And finding creative ways to still 
find something affordable for their home buyers that are looking right. to get into the market. Because at the end of the day, and um, you let me know if you agree with this or not, Lori, but it's about just the affordability aspect, right? right. It could be 20% interest rate, but if you could find a home that works and you could still afford it, well, then get into it now, right? And then later on, maybe refinance, yes. right? Yes. And the education aspect of it is a, is a huge piece. Yeah, I mean, in, in providing guidance to people on, on what to do, what not to do, and mm -hmm. be knowledgeable, you, working on your presentations, it's like, but I just love it when people are doing the role-playing thing and working on how to actually talk. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, shooting from the hip isn't really going to get it right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you, you've, you've got you've to gotta be prepared and you got to be organized. Uh, I was asking Rosen as she was in here, uh, you know, like 10 minutes before we started the podcast, and... One of the things she mentioned right away was, well, we have to revise and take a look at our business operations. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we're streamlining things. We're, we're, we're trying to make sure that, that, you know, we're taking care of our house. Yes. You know, uh, towards like last year and in, in, in the in like the second half of 2020, I mean, I was all I was doing was trying to hire people to get the job done so we could handle the flow of work that was coming in. Right. And now it's like I'm trying to like make sure that we're selling the cars we're not using and, and, and just it's all operational. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that 100%, the one thing I have learned, cause I was with Keller Williams for 15 years mm -hmm. and Gary Keller's a brilliant man in real estate. And he has really taught us how to build a business, not do a deal. And that's what most realtors mm -hmm. think about is mm -hmm. they're doing the deal while I'm busy building a business right? And so that is exactly, he's got an amazing book out there. If you're a business owner and you want a book that will help you make a move and change your mindset, who cares that it's real estate related? It applies to your business, which is shift, right? And that's the first thing you need to do. You're going to knit, you're going to say, oh my gosh, I need to cut expenses. Oh my goodness. That, and the first thing you think about is, payroll and you go oh yeah. i don't want <sighs> yeah. that you don't you love your people you don't want to do that right so what's your alternatives you cut the fat you right. start cutting off every expense that you can you start trimming everywhere that you can and you talk with your team about that and you really lean into education and helping them and let them understand this is where the books are. This is what we're doing so that everyone owns into it, owns up to it, and wants to participate because it matters to them as much as it matters to us. doesn't matter if we're the business owner or they're the business owner. Their job still is pivotal in our business. And so they're going to rise up and they're going to do what they need to do. And the reality is if they don't, they weren't really talent in the beginning that's going to show up and you're going to have to clear that out because what you need now is talent because talent is what's going to take you through the shift in our economy. You know, that's interesting that you mentioned that because we talked about this on a previous podcast about what a month ago, uh, right now we, what's one thing that's a commodity that a lot of people don't think about unless you're like a business owner time, mm -hmm. right? So one of the things that's coming, that's a byproduct out of the reduced number of transactions that are happening every month is we have more time Yes. because we've, we've worked over the last couple of years on limited time. I mean, like there hasn't been enough time in the day, even though there's more time for us now, we're still going at the same time frame as a business owner. I mean, I worked, you know, 12 to 14 hours a day before, even when it was busy, but now it's slow. I'm still working the same amount of time, 12 yes. to 14 hours a day. Um, uh, 
it's not an employee mindset, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's pretty much 24 seven, but now my team members have more time. So now it's like, Hey, do you want to go to that, 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 that conference? You want to go to that, that toolbox? You want to go to that, you know, spin that after we'll let's, let's now throw $135 at this four hour class. It's going to make you better because we didn't have the time in the last couple of years. Right. So there are advantages distinctly a byproduct of the, the more time that we do have. And it is an asset and it needs yes. to be leveraged and utilized like yes. what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Um, now trimming things that now that's spending money and investing in yourself, right. Yes. And your team and doing all those things, trimming things, obviously, you know, I mean, sure. We don't trim in insurance, right? right? Do not cut the limits down because people, yeah. when they're more emotional and times are stressed out, they tend to be more litigious. So keep your insurance rates, right. um, uh, you know, maintain your equipment, you know, keep yeah. yourself where you need to be, but Hey, do you need to buy the $6 ream of paper or do we go down to the $4 ream? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, do, do, do we start shopping at Costco or are we still going over to, you know, to, to, you know, sprouts or, or, or whatever, you, you know, I don't know the, the more expensive retail stores, right. You know, but those are the kinds of things that are important. And, Yes, uh, I liked what you said, cutting the fat. I mean, there. this is a time to where if you're a business owner and you're running stuff, you have to provide leadership and you you may need to make some tough decisions. Yes. Uh, and, and if that means with people and your staff, you, you've, you've got to do that. Um, you want to keep everybody, but you can't do it at the expense of the whole team going down. Right. You know, I mean, it, it is a harsh reality. And if, if people aren't producing... You're only as strong as your weakest link. Right. Um, now, are we terminating or letting anybody go? No. Yeah. Uh, but if we needed to do that, I mean, I would call somebody in and say, hey, look, we got to get with it. Give them a chance yeah. to get with it. But if they're not, then, you know, you got to, you, you know, work with people to like maybe help them transition somewhere else. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm a big believer in coaching up or coaching out. It's yep. one or the other. You mm -hmm. can you can either rise up to the circumstance, you can be given the opportunity, and you can choose to lean into it and do the work, or you can say, you know what, you're right. It's just not a good fit, and it's okay to be released, to go do what you are best at. You're probably inspiring them to do something that they were better at, and you didn't realize it because you were so busy keeping up with the business. Mm -hmm. And now you get to sit back and you get to review the numbers, be very aware of your numbers, even though you were watching those before, you may not have been watching them as closely as you are now. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? Well, let me give you an example of what, what we're doing right now, because obviously we have started a, a, a pest control company, Yeah. right? And we started it and then there was like no work and carpenters are sitting at home. Right. I mean, because they raised interest rates. And so, I mean, we have work now, but right. but it was like they're like freaking out. You know, yeah. it's like, what did I do? Did I make a mistake? Did I come over here? Yeah. And then we brought over one of our schedulers from Morrison over to the pest control. And, you know, so we're trying to figure and then figure out what we need to do. So let me give you an example of what we're doing so I don't have to fire somebody. Yeah. Right. I mean, be straight out. Right. Yeah. Um, or, or tell somebody you got to go work somewhere else. And yeah. we brought in a 15 year experienced. Uh, termite inspector. Yeah. Right. And we, this person's supposed to make commission. Well, when you bring in somebody that's been in the business for a long time, a lot of times you got to teach old dogs new tricks. Right. And that's very hard. <laughs> very, very hard. However, this person uh, did pick up our software, has been improving and improving and learning how to do the reports himself in our software. We're still working with him on how to quote a little bit cheaper than what he's accustomed to because he's 
he quote, <laughs> he's over quoting things. Um, but I, I gave a class uh, to him and one of the other inspectors were bringing in on how to, how everything sales. Yes. Right. So when you walk up to a house and you got a realtor there or a buyer there or a seller and you're the termite guy, just shaking somebody's hand, don't hold it limp. You know, look them in the eye, be a firm handshake. Everything that you do, you need to give them a little presentation, tell them what you're doing. If you're going to be bumping the wood and poking, tell them you're going to be making noise doing that because it's high, everything's height can be emotional. And just that's all sales too. It help it, it, it makes you so I'm I'm giving this whole spiel, right? Yes. Giving the training and telling you know, after it's done, you need to wait a day or two and then call them back and try to ask for the work. When can we schedule it? And he's like, he didn't want to do that. Yeah. And so he caught he came in last uh, a few days ago and was like, I I can't do it because he, he's Korean. There was a bit of a language barrier and he was very uncomfortable calling yeah. people, thinking he has to sell it like it's a widget. Yeah. And we're like, no, you don't have to do that. You just got to follow up and just ask when we can schedule the work. But he didn't want to do it. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, well, if you're not going to do that, you ain't going to make it here. We're going to you hit the road, Jack. Yeah. You know, and no. Uh, so I'm sitting there with Rosen and we like him. Everybody likes him. He's a good inspector. Yeah. Right. We just need. So I'm like, what do we do? I'm like, well, why don't we offer one of the girls up the girls up front to follow up for him? Yeah. And give them a hundred dollar spiff for each time they schedule the work. Right. Take it out of his commission. Right. We haven't talked to him about it yet, yes. so this is. But it's like so. That's the shift you're talking yeah. about. I want to. I want to keep my staff. But I mean, there's so there needs to be flexibility as a business owner. If you're out there running a business, look at ways to help people stay with you, to work more as a team, to make you stronger, and utilize work to people's strengths. Right. You know, if if you can work to their strengths and have everybody benefit from them. Then that that's that's great. Yes. And and right now we're having to do that to where before, like last year, a couple of years ago, I'd have been like, dude, get out of here. I'm gonna hire somebody else, train them up, and you know, yeah, because you had to keep up in the market. That and I'm not even worried about them because there's jobs everywhere, Mm -hmm. right? right? But now I think it's important to work with what you got and train people up. And as business owners, that's the hard part for us. We have to provide leadership. Yes. Absolutely. I think the point you made, Lori, of coaching up or coaching out is a, is a great analogy or great uh, term because I think it, uh, and like you mentioned, you could be putting them on to something that they could be much better suited at if you do go the coaching out type of option, right? right? And now they're able to take advantage of their skill sets maybe in a more appropriate way yeah. um, and, and kind of leaning in towards that. And I think, so I think that's awesome. Um, and, and really what you guys are kind of both talking about here is just doubling down on what you guys know to be true of how to operate your business, the things you got to do to the necessary things you got to do during the tightening market. And something, I think I mentioned this two podcasts ago, possibly, but the mindset shift when of top producers versus not top producers, whatever industry you might be in. And that's doubling down when times are hard and continually to trust the process, you know, to be true rather than hanging on to every single dollar you have or hanging on by a thread and being scared all the time, you're able to expand and continue to catch up to where now when the market does turn back where it's intense again, right. you guys never, you guys never skipped a beat the entire time. So I'm going to, I want to talk about some success stories we had this week. Cause we're sure. on the podcast and this is all about this. This So we're going up on a road trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, of course, do do what you say. Don't right. tell people. Just do as I do. You know, do as I do. Do as I say. You can't right. you know? You got to do it. So I'm like last week. I'm like Chase. We're 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 getting in the car. We're we're going to Utah. We're going to Boise. We're going to Portland. We're going to Sacramento. 
we're getting on the road, uh-huh. right? Obviously, I'm not. I, I wish I could afford for us to fly. Yeah, we're driving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, we're, we're not staying at Motel Six, so we splurged a little bit there. We're at the Marriott, uh, you know, and we're we. I if it was real tight, we'd have one room, but we, yeah. we're gonna have two rooms, um, you know. But we're we're gonna be gone, right? Yes. And so Mackenzie came into my office yesterday at like four thirty. He's like, I, you know, I've got nothing left to do. I've got, every, I'm done. Right. And I'm like. I'm I'm like in the weeds, you yeah. know, and I'm like, all right, all right. So, you know, he's he's coming back here preparing for today, and uh, uh, he's like, so I'm like, so what are you going to do next week? You ain't got nothing to do. Yeah. And he he said to me, I'm going to go do routes and call on real estate offices. Yeah. I I didn't have to say that. Yeah. And I was just like, that's that 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 that's where we need to be right now. Everybody understands that. Hey, look, you. You, you you need to get out. You need to hustle. You need to support us all, um, no matter where you're at with our team. And and we're scheduling like we we did a golf tournament what yesterday or day before yesterday? Two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. Okay. They're just all running together right now, right? I'm busy. Yeah. And, which is good. I like being in that place. And we're on our way there. And I kind of suspected because we haven't ever been to this golf tournament before. You know, it's 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 for the uh, it's for Aria GLA, and. So we stopped by Starbucks, you know, and, and McKinsey's arguing with me and I'm like, well, we, one of the things we're going to do is we're going to get more subscribers for our podcast. Cause that's part of what we do. Right? right. So I'm like, I want to get, you know, hand, hand everybody in the car four Starbucks cards for five bucks and you go out and you get a subscriber. Right. Right. <laughs> we're working hard. Right. But he, there's resistance. Yeah. I don't know if you're getting resistance. Are you getting resistance? Uh, you know, I think, uh, well, the yeah, I mean, in general, I think people when change comes, my buyer's agent, my sister, as you know, is one of my buyer's agents. She said to me yesterday at the team meeting because I said, "Oh, you look so excited about the plan," and she's like, "Well, you know, I just don't do well with change." And when change comes, people are very resistant to change. That's mm-hmm. natural. That's just a natural tendency. I love change. I am excited about change because it stimulates me to think differently and work differently. I just embrace change because I actually truly get bored very quickly. So, and I have a very short attention span. You and I are a lot alike. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but I also uh, do want to have continuous business. And when someone becomes uncertain about where things are going, that's where we, again, we have to, as the leader, rise up and just help them to see the way, right? Coach them up. You support them. You do what you need to do. And here's the reality. When change happens, we see where all our holes are. We Mm -hmm. see the leaking. And so fantastic. Now I know where I need to shore up and do better, where I need to support people. Mm. That's the big thing. You just have to look at change as the opportunity for you to just grow. That's all it is. Right. Absolutely. Right. I, right. I think that's a great point to be made there. And before we carry into this next kind of more lighter topic, I, I, would, I would say, but uh, I think what you're talking about here is the mindset behind it, right? And yeah. You got to be able to be able to shift your mindset when change occurs. Cause like you mentioned, change can be scary. Change can cause resistance, but for you, you view it as an opportunity to see what, what holes can be filled, right? For when and inevitably it's going to, something's going to change again, you're going to find new holes and it's never ongoing process. But if you have that mindset shift, it's not a, a scary thing. It's an opportunity. 
when it's all said and done. Yeah, I mean, you know, she, Lori, you're totally right because, like, right now, it's like we got to tighten things up and we got to get back to the drawing board as far as you know, looking at at some of the old plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and yes. and maybe and maybe shifting them to meet current times. Yeah. It's like back when we started. Uh, what year did the Apple iPhone come out? I mean, 2007. I mean, right? I mean. You know, now everything is very digital. There's a lot more technology now. And so we can go back to our old playbook yes. and do the things we're doing. You know, it's like we're, we're knocking on doors and walking through doors again. I mean, I don't know if realtors are going to be doing door knocking as much as, it, but, you know, but you have to incorporate both. And that's where I think where we have a, it's really tough is because we have to, you have to do the things that, that you know, the, the grassroots things, but you right. still, you still got to find out and utilize the new technology that's out there with the changing and, and working with not millennials. What do we call What are they? The 25 year olds? What are you guys called now? I don't even know. What oh. generation are you? The new generation of, of the youngsters? Yeah. Huh? Gen X. Gen no, X. I'm Gen X. We're Gen yeah. X. I don't know. I, I, Gen Z. I'm not too sure. <laughs> You're Gen Z. Yeah, I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. The Gen Z, I mean, we got to work with them, yeah. you know? And so, um, uh, yeah, this is a, it's, it's been a good topic. I know we could probably go on and on about it, but uh, I think just to, uh, to kick into maybe a little bit lighter side of things to wrap up here for the last couple of minutes, I'm um, just kind of curious, Lori, obviously you've been operating a team for quite a while. Sure. Right? Yeah. I know we have our own internal team here yeah. and just want to hear some fun ways or ways that you have fun with your team and make things exciting for them uh, on a regular basis, if there's anything specific that comes to mind. Oh, yeah. So we do a monthly outing okay. as a Very group. Nice. We do. We do a monthly outing. So in, in our real estate office, we really function. A lot of people are like, oh, you're a family-owned business. We are a family-owned business. But now we've brought on so many people mm-hmm. that are our real estate family, we call yeah, them, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So now we get to have fun in an even different way. So we we... We do it many, many different ways. I mean, I love to box. I box daily. Mm-hmm. That means I actually spar. I'm not just like uh, hitting a bag. Mm-hmm. I actually let people hit me and I enjoy hitting them back. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> so, and you better watch out because I got a pretty nasty left hook. There we go. So, you know, one of the things that we do is we've taken them boxing, oh, right? Funny. We have a lot of fun. We've done boxing. We also play in the park. We play, we make it a little lighter. We played, um, we, we actually, we actually went out to the park. We're very athletic. So if you're not athletic, maybe this stuff doesn't work for yeah, you, but yeah. we're a pretty athletic bunch. We took, um, we took little Nerf guns and we went out to the park and we shot Nerf guns at each other. That's cool. Um, and That's we had cool. a blast, right? So we've done that and we make them educational moments as well. These are really like team building moments. It's team morale. I have a very young team. I'm the oldest along with another agent on my team. So I have a very young, youthful team. So they want to play and they want to have fun. Um, So we just do a variety of different outings. And when the budget is low that month, you go, let's go to the park. Right. Yeah, there we go. You still have just as much fun. Well, you were at the bowling alley what this last month, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we do. We do our client events as well. We do a monthly client event and we do family events. And so we took everyone out and we went bowling this last, um, this last, two weeks ago or something mm-hmm. like that. That was a blast. Awesome. I, I've got to tell you, I'm a pretty stellar bowler now because <laughs> I've got my eye-hand coordination down from boxing. Oh, there we go. So mm. I'm pretty impressed with my my bowling skills. If someone wants to challenge me, I'd be glad to take you up on it. That's okay. cool. Um, 
we have a good time and then we do a monthly happy hour when we want to have some adult time as well but we have family fun and then we have we have adult time fun we regularly take out clients um for lunches and dinners and dancing we're just a fun bunch like i'm all about relationship building Mm -hmm. i think life is better together that's kind of my mantra and life is better when you're out there doing things together. So if I can incorporate other people into what we do, it's a win-win. My husband gets a break because you can tell I like to talk. So he has someone support him. There so he doesn't have to do all the talking. And I'm excited because I get to socialize and be with other people. That's fun. That's fun. I like what you mentioned how I, yeah, you said you're you oftentimes – get asked if you're a family business, right? And you said, yes, my real estate family, right? Because you kind of all become intertwined. I think very similar with us and we what we have going on. Yeah. Although there's many of us from all different families, obviously the Morrison family yeah. uh, being the the roots behind it, but very much so I feel like we operate as a family business in a lot of ways too, yeah. or we do quite a few, I think, similar activities. I know we like to get out on the golf course um, with all the guys and enjoy ourselves there. I know Rosen does a fantastic job for birthday lunches, work anniversary lunches, potlucks in the office, yep. making sure every single person fe- feels special on their day. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes a really long way too. Even even our inspectors when they come in as um as grizzled as, as times they may seem, you know what I mean? Uh, and being kind of serious guys when everyone gets together, you could definitely see the camaraderie of everyone as a team really enjoying themselves. Chase, I truly believe that um, when you celebrate the people that are around you, Mm -hmm. they're going to want to continue to be with you. And so I know Dwayne doesn't struggle with turnover. I don't struggle with turnover. So it tells you that they're taking care of. It tells you that they're celebrated. When you have a lot of turnover in your business as a business business owner, and you have people who are like, you know what, I just can't work here anymore. I'm going to tell you that you're not celebrating your staff. You're not celebrating the people who are working with you. And that's the reality. People will actually work with you and you could pay them less and they would be okay with it because they would be like, you know what? I'm so happy here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, not everyone is motivated by money. I didn't understand that mindset. (laughs) Um, you know, right, and, and right. I mean, here's the reality of your termite inspector. He's not motivated by money. He is motivated by something else. Right. right? And so him paying that potential $100 commission is going to be like, yeah, no problem. I don't care. Because that's not his motivation for why he's in business. Right. So once you understand what people uh, enjoy most or need most, then it all comes together. Well, that's something that I, when I talk to potential candidates before we hire them, uh, you know, and I, I don't bring this up too much after people are hired, but I but definitely people that are telling me they want to come work for us, I let them know um, this is not a job. It's a career. Right. Uh, you're going to work with us. It's going to be a career. It's, if you're looking at this as just a job and a stepping stone to something better, you're not a right fit for us. Yeah. And I say we people that work here. Um, we're all we're all on the same level. Sure. There's a hierarchy and, in, 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 you know, I'm. I'm, you know, the president of the company and we all have titles and things like that. Um, But you're a team member. And, you know, if if when you roll out of bed in the morning, you're dreading coming to work, you need to go work somewhere else. Because you need to be cool with your job working here and and you need to be glad that you're working here and feel like there's value 
because it's very important to have something that's called quality of life. Yeah. I mean, when, when we're working all day, I mean, whether it's eight hours or 10 hours or 12 hours, that's a big chunk of your life, you know, and then you have what another six to eight or 10 hours of sleep, depending on who you are, yes. you know, and then you have your personal time. And so quality of life is very important. And as a business owner, I mean, I think if you want to have a successful business, you have to be successful and help people have good quality of life. Yes. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. And I think um, I like wrapping up the, the episode with some, some positivity right there with uh, team, team camaraderie, team bonding and things of that nature. Yeah. And so I just want to thank you again, Lori, for jumping on uh, was my pleasure. this week. I think it's a blast. I'm sure it's not the last time you'll be on here. Um, but before we go, I want to make sure everyone knows the name of your podcast sure. and the name of your website one more time. Sure. So if you could go ahead and present that, that'd be fantastic. Sure, sure. So here, here's the deal. You can find me everywhere socially, okay? First and foremost, you can find my podcast at Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. And that's where all your favorite podcasts are, wherever you listen to them. However... If you have a challenge and you can't figure that out, just go to lorialvarez.net. You'll have the podcast right there and you can check it out. All our episodes are organized and easy to find. And they're on my YouTube channel. Just Google Lori Alvarez. I'll come up. Believe me, I will come up. And then, <laughs> of course, you can find our business at myrealestateresolved.com. Fantastic. And we'll be we'll be placing links to, to those channels as well in the description of the video. And so... Uh, any other final notes before we wrap up today, guys? No, no. I would just like to encourage everyone right now, with the economy changing the way it is, it's only for a positive. It's only to get things to move forward in a very different way and get the numbers to make sense. Mm -hmm. I know you know that, Dwayne. And that's exactly what we're going to do is we're going to help everyone to succeed through this transition. That's what we're here for. Yeah, and yeah, it's a transition, right? I mean, this is the greatest time in the history of man. Yeah. I keep saying that almost every podcast. Yeah. Uh, the opportunities, the economy, I mean, yeah. if, if you're thinking in a negative poo-poo way, you're, you're not thinking correctly. Yeah. God is good. He always provides. <laughs> yep. There we yep. go. There we go. Well, thank you guys again. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notifications button, share. Uh, means a lot to us. Looking forward to continue bringing on more people. Love hearing other people's thoughts and and uh, their their frame of minds coming on here. And so, thank you again, Lori, for jumping on. And we'll be seeing everybody else next week.